Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And welcome back to Reading the Gospel. Today, we are beginning the events of John the Baptist. Uh, We'll be reading in Luke chapter 1, verse 5, all the way through verse 25. And I'm going to be reading out of the English Standard Version. And the Bible says, In the days of Herod, king of Judah, there was a priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah, and he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Now while he was serving as priest before God, when his division was on duty, according to the custom of the priesthood, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense, and there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great before the Lord, and he must not drink wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready for the Lord a people prepared. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am old man and my wife is advanced in years. And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring to you good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. And the people were waiting for Zechariah, and they were wondering at his delay in the temple. And when he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the temple. And he kept making signs to them and remained mute. And when his time of service was ended, he went to his home. After these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among people. This is a amazing story, and reading through it this time, I, I think a new thought had just jumped out at me. I wonder how many Levites ever got to perform the duties in the the temple the, before prayer, go in and offer prayer. 
um, there were a lot of them. And it, it says that his, um, he was part of Abijah, the division of Abijah. And so each division had their time, their rotation to come yeah. through. It seems that they had about 24 divisions uh, in those times. Yeah, yeah. And, and so the thousands and thousands of Levites, you know, they, they drew lots. So I wonder how many Levite sat around wondering, mm-hmm. will I get this experience? It, it might have been a once-in-a-lifetime yes. experience. So this is God's hand, God's yeah. providence to bring the right people at the right time for the right experience. Exactly, and, and God can work through um, many different ways, but Zechariah, he comes, you know, he must have been filled with excitement to have this opportunity to minister in the temple. What I like is uh, the story tells how God prepared him for this moment. Mm-hmm. Verse 6, And they, both of them, were righteous before God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. Your day will come. Uh, Are you ready for that? Yeah. (laughs) And that is valid for business, that is valid for relationships, that is valid also for the spiritual life. And they were righteous even though one of the most important things in Jewish parenthood had not happened. They didn't have children. Mm Mm-hmm. Yet they stayed faithful to God and, and still followed him, even though there was no ancestor. You know, he's advanced in years. Uh, but then, you know, I, I, again, it gets in my mind that he's going to the temple. This this must have been exciting for him. And he gets into the holy place and he sees someone in there. And no one's supposed to be in there except the high pri- or the priest. What is very interesting is we say seeing is believing. Mm-hmm. But this time, for Zechariah, seeing is not believing. No. He asked a question which the angel took it as unbelief. He said, okay, I got it. In verse 14, how shall I know this? Is a question that uh, the angel said, uh, look, I'm Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. I was sent to speak to you. You saw me. I'm here to bring you good news. You do not believe it. You are going to remain mute for a while until my word will be fulfilled. So better be careful for the signs you ask for. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably not the sign he was thinking of. Yes, yes. But he's not able to speak. What is very interesting that people realize outside, waiting for him, Mm -hmm. uh, realize that something happened and he had a divine vision. Becoming mute, he was not kicked out, uh, sent home because... He was not able to bless the people. He served until the, the term ended. Mm-hmm. That means it was there are some good people everywhere, both in the crowd as well as those who are managing the temple. Uh, the Lord has always people who fear him in every place. Yeah, so this is the story that we have, the event that we're studying today, and, and we're asking these questions, mm-hmm. uh, these four gospel questions as we read through and we're inviting the listener to ask these questions as well, to, to do this on their own. What do we learn about Jesus in, in this story? Not only his way was prepared, mm-hmm. but also it was prepared the way for him who was supposed to prepare his way. <laughs> that means God has a plan for everything. 
In the same way, Galatians chapter 4 says that uh, Jesus Christ came at the fulfillment of time, exactly when the clock reached uh, at the top of the hour. Mm-hmm. In the same way, uh, this universe is running with such a precision. As the planets are moving around and they're not hitting each other, I'm talking about uh, our planetary system, uh, our galaxy. In the same way, God's plans are not too late, are not too early. They always happen on time. And it seems that this was one of the, the details written in the book or books in heaven, prepared as part of the plan of salvation before the foundation of the world. And just to add to that, what I see in here is what we as humans might see as random or chance, Mm -hmm. the drawing of lots, is part of, can be part of God's divine plan. That that God can use events that, um, you know, I think of someone driving to work and they get stuck in traffic and they're upset that they're late, but then down the road there's an accident. Or something happens, and if they weren't delayed for that moment, they could have been involved in in that accident or something. Where we look back and we say, "Oh wow, what I went through before might not have been as random or unplanned as I thought." Um, and, and so I, I think I, I see that in this as well. That that Jesus God is a God um, who holds the world in His hand, who holds us, and has plans for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so. What is Jesus telling us? In this story, uh, again, I, I think uh, what what I hear being spoken through Jesus is, is that order, that God is in control, and God desires to fulfill our desires. You know, uh, Elizabeth and Zachariah, I'm sure they wanted children. And, and God was willing and desired to fulfill that. Something else about uh, this story, both in the book of Daniel, as well as here in the Gospels, there is one specific angel in heaven, his name is Gabriel, and he says, I stand in the presence of God. And he steps forward only when something is going to happen related to Messiah. When he was prophesied in Daniel, Mm -hmm. when he was about to be born here, Gabriel was very much present. And also we see in one of the future episodes, Gabriel's encounter with Mary, the mother of Jesus. That means when something is important going to happen, Jesus sends his angel, Mm. Gabriel, to prepare his way, to make some arrangements. It seems that Gabriel has those reins of providence. He can alter courses of someone's life. Uh, uh, He can sprinkle some events on someone's journey. Uh, He can be that hand of God behind uh, different events or circumstances in life. Not a bad name to have. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And, and so, um, what are we going to do about this? I, I think for me, as I, I read this, again, getting down to Zacharias disbelief mm. um, and 
I want to give God the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Now, there are things in the Bible where I might not fully understand them. Um, there's things in this world that I might not fully understand how it connects to God and and creation and everything. But I'm going to give God the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I'm going to do about yeah, it. Yeah, so I had the same question from, from the other perspective. How come that uh, this priest, Zechariah, was uh, blameless and righteous when he was not seeing God? Uh, he started doubting when he had a divine presence, um, uh, let's say a heavenly presence uh, surrounded by the divine power of God. It's the one thing many of us want. We want we're like, God, come sit down here, yeah. we'll, we'll believe. Yeah, and, and in fact, Zechariah is the other way around. Yeah. Is it uh, that a reflection of who we are? Is it part of our human nature? I th- I think it was. And uh, again, I think, you know, he comes into the holy place and he sees someone standing there. Mm-hmm. So his mind might have already jumped to uh, a prejudice or a preconceived idea that there's someone in here up to no good. And now he's having to be convinced that this person's not here to steal and destroy and disrupt. So we say a prayer, and it, the answer comes too quick. If the you know angels from heaven come too quick, they surprise us, and we're not ready for that answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's happened. You know, prayed a prayer for something, and God's given me the answer that I didn't want. So I prayed again. Give me another answer, God. All right, so how can we share with others? So it is very interesting that uh, this story is found only in the Gospel of Luke. Mm -hmm. And uh, Luke did um, diligent research, and it seems that he went to talk to Zechariah because there are so many personal details uh, from this encounter, and for sure, um, as he said in the introduction, he went to get the information and the knowledge from the first uh, eyewitnesses. Zechariah has shared this, mm-hmm. and that is an encouragement for us to share what happened to us. This is both the good and the bad. Sometimes there is an ugly part of it, and uh, why we, sh- we should share, because other people will learn from our experience. Yeah, like the woman, Jesus Christ uh, asked, "Who touched me?" And uh, the disciples said, "Lord, don't you see that it's uh, such a crowd here? Everyone is pushing each other." And you ask the question, "Who touched you?" No, someone touched me in a different way. In the same way, Zechariah was able to share his story in a specific way that will touch someone, or rather will make us get closer to Christ, to touch him, and to ask for the same power. Yeah, I I just wanted to hit that, that there might be something in our lives that God did that we're ashamed to share Mm -hmm. because of the way we responded. But in sharing, it can reach other people and point them to a closer walk with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Let's pray. Father God, I am so thankful that we have testimonies, that we have stories that involve you in our lives. And I pray that we will share these testimonies just as Zachariah's testimony was shared with Luke and he wrote it down for us to read today. 
I pray, Father, that we will look for evidence of you wherever we go, and that we will give you the the benefit of the doubt. In areas where we don't know, we will wait on the Lord for an answer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.